consistency to me is just one of those keys of you got to get up every day, put your put your pants on and go to work and just do the best you can. Welcome to the Insurance Producers Podcast, where we bring you the top personalized producers, insurance agents, and industry partners, giving you at least three takeaways to 10x your production and build your multi-million dollar revenue books. So sit back, relax, and become inspired by the success stories and strategies of the world's top insurance minds. Let's roll. Welcome to another podcast, everybody, Insurance Producers Podcast. I am your host, Cyrus Jaffrey. I am not even going to try to do the intro like the like the like my man Scott does here with his podcast, but I am man, I'm super excited. Um I've got Scott Howell on the podcast today. Scott, what is happening, man? Man, I'm just proud to be here today, Cyrus. Thank you for having me. Uh Back when we podcasted together on our the IGP podcast, the Insurance Guys podcast, it feels like that was like three years ago. Yeah. And it was like, what, four or five Among months the, ago? Yeah, not that long like ago. That. Yeah. There's been so many things happening uh, in both of our lives. And the one commonality that we briefly touched on before we got on the show today that you and I share is we both run a hundred miles an hour with our hair on fire. Mm-hmm. We are jamming, mm-hmm. and Monday through Friday, uh, I think I left here last night about seven seven thirty somewhere in that range. And you know, I'm excited about 2024. I'm excited about this year. We've got a lot of great things going on at our agency. We've got a lot of good stuff going on with our podcast, but. Um, you feel a little out of control, man. <laughs> yeah. It's a little bit out of control. Like it's, uh-huh. it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. And, uh, and that's, I think that's a good thing. I, I remember four or five years ago, I used to be a big, uh, listening to a lot of podcasts besides ours that were more just business oriented podcasts. And I remember, I believe it was Grant Cardone. that was like, Hey, if you don't feel a little bit out of control, you're doing something wrong. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to this year. I think we're going to all have a great year this year. I think uh, a lot of opportunity out there. I think 2023 Mm -hmm. for most insurance agencies in America, both captive and independent agents, uh, we were all playing defense like the 85 Bears. Mm -hmm. You know, as well as anybody listening to this, the money in insurance is not in new business. It's in renewals. Mm -hmm. So you've got to figure out a way to slam that back door shut. And that is so hard to do in a hard market. Um, So I've been real bullish on customer service. Uh, Our agency becoming the gold standard of customer service in the United States of America and as insurance agents. And I don't know. I think all the work we did last year will pay off this year. It's it's. You know, it's the process, right? It's mm-hmm. it's not the end, it's the process. And mm-hmm. and if we can just get I should have this tattooed across my shoulder blades. Mm-hmm. If we can just get one percent better every day. And I feel like 
we've done a pretty good job of that the past mm-hmm. six months or so. And I, I just, I'm excited about this year. I really am. And I might, awesome. I might be the only agent you have on this podcast that says that because <laughs> there's a lot of doom and gloom out there. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. It's wild, wild west, but that's how we yeah. like it. Um, so let's go right there, man. I know you're very well connected. So first of all, I want to go to like what you're hearing from some of the carriers because you're connected to a lot of these carriers and all that because yep. obviously you're, but, but I want to go to, for people that don't know, which I don't know what world you live in, but like Scott Howell, man, quick 30 second Scott Howell background in insurance and, and, and where you are, who you are and everything, just in case they don't know, which I don't believe it's probably 1% of the country probably that's in insurance. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> so, so but quick background on me, since I grew up in a small rural town in Alabama, a place called Hamilton, Alabama. All of my friends from back home are wildly more successful than I am now. Um, I had a great group of friends that I grew up with. And from the time I was about 16, people started this thing where they were like, Scott, you need to be an insurance agent. You need to be an Mm -hmm. insurance agent. Well, being an insurance agent is not sexy, right? So I went into Marine Corps after college. I've lived about 14 different lives. And then finally, I was in construction in about 08, 09, residential construction for a big construction company. And if you remember back then, it got to the point where you could not give a house away. A, a mm-hmm. bank would not loan money on a house. Mm-hmm. They went under. Forced opportunity for me, right? Forced opportunity. What am I going to do? I'm not, I'm not, and, and what can I do to make a lot of money? And, and, and so I thought to myself, I don't want to go back to school to be a doctor or a lawyer. My entire family are attorneys. My, my only sister got all the brains and the looks in the family. <laughs> I got asked out all the way around on that. <laughs> she is a partner with the largest law firm in the world. Uh, Denton Cerrote now is what it's called. <laughs> and I thought, man, I'm going to get an insurance. Well, a couple of things I didn't give just a whole lot of thought to. Number one, I was going to have to go way, way, way backwards to go forwards. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, number two, I didn't think about, and I've had a couple people in the industry told me this, old, old heads. I call them old heads. They said, Scott, if you make it five years, brother, hold the rope for five years, you're going to be good. Mm-hmm. And I was able to do that. Blood, bleeder, blister. I was going to make it five years. Mm -hmm. Started out with as an associate agent for State Farm in Birmingham, Alabama, a place called Cahaba Heights. Mm -hmm. In my first year, hold on to your chair. Hold on to your chair because you're going to want to hear this. Everybody that's listening to this, hold on. From April 1st to December 31st, my first year in insurance, uh, 2008, I believe, I believe it was 08, may have been 09. I can't remember. I guess it was 09. I made my W-2. It was like, I got it in my office somewhere, $18,300. I mean, I was Oprah Winfrey rich, right? $18,300. But I managed to hold the rope for five years. And I do believe there's a lot of truth in that. There, there's a business analogy out there. That if a business, if just any business makes it five years, they're, they're probably going to make it, right? Mm-hmm. So I was an associate agent for about a year and a half. 
18 months, something like that. And I was given an opportunity to be a scratch agent for Nationwide in, in Huntsville, Alabama. I did not know one person. Hmm. I take that back. I knew one person. She was my ex-girlfriend from college. <laughs> who, by the way, was on The Bachelor. Ooh, I can't okay. remember which season, but she was on The Bachelor. You don't think I got a couple of phone calls about that? <laughs> so I guess I knew kind of one person, but I damn sure wasn't going to call her and be like, hey, can I write your intro? <laughs> anyway, I started Scratch up here. I was in the, I tell people all the time, I hold the Guinness Book of World Records for being an agent in a sales program the longest of any insurance agent in American history since Jesus walked on earth. Because when I started as an associate agent in Cahaba Heights, Birmingham, Alabama, my principal agent got licensed about three months before I did. Hmm. So he's under the state farm thumb of somebody being in the office every week. What y'all sell? What are you doing? Da, 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 da. You know, sell, 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 sell. You got to sell. You got to sell. And it, under a lot of pressure, right? Mm -hmm. Jump into a scratch agency with Nationwide. And I was on about three different sales programs for a period of about three to four years. So I became institutionalized. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of people get there, you know, with State Farm, it was like when you get your contract, it's almost mm -hmm. like getting tenure, right? Mm -hmm. um, and then you kind of back off the throttle. Well, I had been institutionalized to sell, 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 sell for so long. I came off the program. I didn't know any better. I just kept selling mm -hmm. and kept working my ass off and, and, and getting to the office at eight, eight 30 in the morning, staying till six or seven at night. Just go, 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 go. And hell over a period of time, you look up one day and you're like, damn, you know, we got a pretty good little bit of premium here now. And mm -hmm. still didn't know what the hell I was doing. And, and here comes the big one. About 2018, Nationwide's board of directors, their CEO goes, you know what? Why don't we just let all these guys go independent? So July of 2020, our agency, along with all 3,500 of the other Nationwide captive agents out there, we all got released into the wild. Mm -hmm. it, it was like being a an animal in a zoo, and then they just open the gates and go, all right, guys, it's been real. Y'all just go go be wild animals now. Mm -hmm. And so that's been an interesting journey for the past, what, three, three, uh, yeah, three and a half years. Yeah, yeah, three and a half years. So, man, it's just been a lot, but I'm just proud to be here. Uh, been a lot of challenges over the years. Been a lot of great things happen mm -hmm. over the years. Uh, yeah. every, you know, every day, my marketing assistant who doubles as my stepdaughter sitting literally mm -hmm. two feet away from me. I can, I can touch her right now <laughs> filming some of this. The one thing I told, I hope I told her if I didn't, I'm going to tell her right now in your podcast, the beautiful thing about insurance, no day is ever the same mm -hmm. ever. You know that. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm in a little different place than you are. I've got six agency locations. I've got a really good team, but we're 
most of our offices, I guess all of our offices only have two, three people in that agency mm-hmm. office. Not, it's not a yeah. 15 person agency office. Yeah. And every day is different. It's mm-hmm. more of that small town feel. It's more of that because a lot of them are in small towns. Sure. Like we just opened up uh, three months ago in the town I grew up in. Okay. And so, you know, it's uh, it's it's great. I love it. The thing that I love the most and the thing I like the least. Let's do that for a quick second. Yeah. The thing I love the most about the insurance industry. Bar none, no second place finisher. I've said it before. And I'll say it till the day I die. There is no industry in the United States of America, Tesla, Coca-Cola, Apple, Google, you name the industry, that has better people than we have in the independent insurance channel. The Cyrus Jaffries, the Bradley Flowers, the David Carruthers, the Chris Paradisos, the Daniel Songs. I could go on and mm-hmm. on and on. We love each other. We try to lift each other up. Mm-hmm. I pick up that phone right now. I could call any of those people that answer the phone. Mm-hmm. I got a problem. I need help. What you need help with, Scott? We have the greatest collection of human, human beings, mm-hmm. character people, high character people, any other industry in the country, bar none, in the independent channel. I'm talking agency owners now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, okay? And mm-hmm. a lot of our vendors are great people. Yeah. A lot of them are. Yeah. Love that. Here's what I don't like about the industry. Dealing with the freaking public every day. <laughs> because outside that big that window right there the big bad world we live in there's some great people out there and there are some real shitheads out there mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and everything in between and so you know there are days that i get up and go i don't want to do this shit today i don't want <laughs> yeah. i don't want to go slay dragons today right uh-huh. but you know what i got friends that have played professional football in the nfl Guess what? There's a whole lot of days they don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. There's a whole lot of days that the actor that you see in the movie Top Gun or uh, Forrest Gump or any na- name a movie that they probably get up and go, I don't want to go get up mm-hmm. at three o'clock in the morning and go to the the uh, what do you call it the set and yep. get in my yep. trailer and get ready and make up for two mm-hmm. hours and mm-hmm. then I have to hurry up and wait because the lighting's not the right lighting and i don't want to do that today guys it doesn't matter what you do in life there's a book that some of you may have heard of before i'm gonna tell you about it it's called the bible that book if you'll read it a couple people have read it all it talks about is struggle life is struggle interrupted by some Fantastic moments. I was just able to go to Mexico up on one of the this big mountaintop in this church. And it was just my wife and I renewing our five-year wedding vows. It was a memory that I'll cherish for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. But we came home Saturday. And last night at 6 o'clock, my son, who I had not seen in about three weeks, seventeen, just turned 17 years old today, 
sitting in this chair across from me. I was trying to have a conversation with him. I may be the only, I may be the only agent in the, in the state of Alabama. And I tell my agents all the time, I don't know why like third sentence out of your mouth when you talk to a prospect is not what I'm about to say. Mm-hmm. Our after hours phone system. Thank you for calling. I protect insurance and financial services. You're a full service independent insurance agent agency. If this is a claims emergency, please hit one on your phone to be connected to Scott Howell. Mm-hmm. Six o'clock last night. Hadn't seen my son in three weeks. He'd been here about 15 minutes. I was just catching catching up with him. My f- cell phone rings from the office. So I knew. Answered the phone. This lady on the other side of the phone is in hysterics. Because mm-hmm. she just got home from work. Water. All in her house. Mm-hmm. All in her front yard. What do I do? Well, first thing we got to do, lady, is cut the water off. I was on the phone with her for an hour. Wow. Offered to get go, walk down here by my because I was still at the office to get her a hotel right here at the AC hotel. Put it on my own, you know, pay for it out of my operating account. No, I got a friend to stay with. That's okay, Scott. That's what I'm talking about when I talk about being the gold standard of customer service, mm-hmm. and that's what I'm talking about. There's going to be winners in a hard market, and there's going to be losers. And in my opinion, becoming less transactional and 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 more the gold standard in customer service, it, you're going to keep a whole lot more than you lose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I guess getting back to what we were saying earlier, man, I have great days. Yeah. And I have some days I'm like, I don't want to get out of bed this morning. Mm-hmm. I'd, rather, I'd really like to just stay here and and put the covers over my head. But I'm going to tell you something, guys. Listen to the words coming out of my mouth. If there's one word I could use about becoming successful in the insurance industry, I don't care what you are, associate agent, account manager, producer, agency owner, it's consistency. Mm -hmm. Consistency, consistency, consistency. Because, you know, when you're a producer, when you're out, you know, bringing business in i love people who are just that straight across the board mm-hmm. they're consistent they're going to do this they're going to do the, the the things that make them successful every day um a lot more than the people that are up and down and up and down and up and down and real emotional and you know consistency to me is just one of those keys of you got to get up every day put your put your pants on and go to work and just do the best you can. Now, every day's not going to be great. Mm-hmm. And every day, you're not going to feel it. But you know what? The days you don't feel it, if you kind of force yourself to at least go in, make, make some phone calls, do the things you know you've got to do to be successful, we can kill it tomorrow. Let's just go be consistent today. Oh, I like thoughts, that. Thoughts on that, Cyrus? Man. I, I'm, 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 I'm here to have, have you tell me your thoughts and what you basically just said, what differentiates the great producers from your average and the people that are just not where they want to be is literally that consistency. I saw, I believe it was Hanley who put something on LinkedIn and Chris Paradiso 
um, uh, some of our friends that basically commented on it. He basically put in there about never, never missing two days in a row of something like being consistent every day. And Chris Paraduso was like, why even miss that one day? Like, there's no reason for you to miss even one day. Every day I go for a run, whether I go for a five mile run or a one mile run, every day I go for a run because I believe in consistency. And, uh, and, 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 and Hanley's was awesome. It was like, Hey, you can have an off day, but get back up the next day, get back to that some same consistent level. And then there are guys like Paradiso who are like, man, every day I'm just going to hit it. I'm just not going to take days off. So if you're producers, man, you're listening to this, and I know there's a lot of you, what he just said, what Scott Howell just said about doing the things every day, man, like it's pretty simple for for a producer if you think about it. All you got to do is the more, we call it CTEs, call text emails, the more people you talk to, the more premium you write, the more money you make. Like it's just bottom line. That's literally what you have to do on a daily basis as a producer. 100%. So, So I have some strong feelings about this. There's always been that argument. Are producers born mm. or are they made? Mm. I don't know that there's an answer to that. I think it's maybe a blend, a little bit of a blend of most, of, of excuse me, of both. I think the best agents I've seen that, that produce the most business, they're consistent, they're confident, one of the things I tell producers all the time on our podcast, competence equals confidence. Mm. You know, you can only fake it till you make it for so long. Now, you, sometimes you have to do that to start, right? Mm. But eventually, you need to know your products versus your competitors' products, what makes you better. Hey, we might be a little higher, but our contract's bulletproof, baby. Mm. It's this contract with auto owners or Cincinnati – a lot better than the contract you got right now. And then, yeah, mm-hmm. you're going to pay $600 more a year, mm-hmm. but you're going to have a lot more coverage. Listen, Mr. Johnson, I understand you don't care about that now. That's all you'll care about when you have a claim. Mm-hmm. That's all you'll care about. Mm-hmm. So I think one thing's consistency. Another thing is competence. Mm-hmm. And, and that just takes time and service, right? Mm-hmm. There's not a magic pill you can swallow like uh What's the guy's name that took the magic, the, the pill in the movie, and he got super smart all of a sudden? Uh-huh. I know exactly. Uh, t- was it um, Bradley Cooper? Bradley, Bradley Cooper. Cooper, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that, that, that doesn't exist to my knowledge. Yeah. Um, I think uh, one of the things that high, high, high producers have that I talked about on a, a podcast maybe two or three, four months ago was, and something that I don't have a lot of people in my agency that have is audacity. Mm-hmm the audacity to pick that phone up and not really care whether they say yes or no, but I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going to swing, I'm going to swing the bat. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one missing element that a lot of people have now for the not born people, but the made insurance agents, I see a lot of them that are more like unicorns. They do a little bit of service. They do a little bit of sales. Mm-hmm. They're not like super mm-hmm. successful, they're not making two, three hundred thousand dollars a year, but they do enough. You know, they do enough, and they are modestly successful. We got a few of those in our agency, and they're great people. And I wouldn't, I love them, and I, I wouldn't trade them for anything in the world. But they're never going to be the people that 
you know, or selling mid-market accounts and walking into Coca-Cola bottling and saying, hey, I'm going to write your insurance. Mm-hmm. Might not be this year. Might be too. Because once you get into these mid-market accounts, $100,000 accounts, mm-hmm. half a million dollar accounts, those are long plays, right? Mm-hmm. They've got mm-hmm. an established agent who damn sure mm-hmm. doesn't want to lose half a million dollars in premium or a million dollars mm-hmm. in premium. So those those relationships have to be cultivated, but it starts with planting a seed. Mm. You've got to plant the seed. I will promise you, I got 40, uh, how many acres we got? 30, 30, 40, 30, 30 acres of land by, behind my house, mainly pasture land. If I want to plant corn out there and have it grow, first thing I got to do is cultivate and at mm-hmm. some point i got to put the seed in the ground if i don't put the mm-hmm. seed in the ground i could promise you i am not <laughs> going to grow corn uh-huh. it is not going to happen so it's it's having the audacity to walk into that account that you think oh in your soul be okay if somebody tells you no because a lot of people out there from a psychology standpoint cannot will not allow themselves to be told no and that's yeah. where it stops Independent agents, are you tired of the endless hours spent quoting home and auto insurance? Quotimation is here to revolutionize your process. We get it, time is of the essence, and you don't want to manually gather VIN numbers, drivers, or home quoting data. Quotimation not only streamlines your process, but quotes through your management system and carrier codes, ensuring accuracy and efficiency. Plus, you can embed it on your website and your clients can get a quote within 60 seconds. Revolutionize your quoting experience today. Visit Quotimation.com and take the first step towards a faster, smarter insurance workflow. My question to you is, a lot of producers want to hear here, what what are you, what are you like I just, just, we have a nine o'clock, one o'clock meeting every day. We have a quick catch up, you know, we had a lot of virtual guys. So you got me fired up. I'm having to take my, my clothes off now. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> what, so one o'clock comes around. We have, we're having a quick conversation and somebody was like, Hey, Safeco has got this like for new, anytime you write a new business, they got this like new incentive and whatever. I'm like, Whoa, 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 whoa. We haven't seen that for a little bit. I was like, time out. So that tells me, man, okay. Safeco is trying to buy some mark. I'm, I'm assuming they're trying to come back a little bit. Right. What are you hearing, man, for the producers that have been in this like, man, I'm getting no rate on the personal line side, property is shit, whatever. What are you what what are you hearing? Are you hearing some good news or, or I know you've got some some insight, man, that you could share with some of the producers. So I released a podcast on the Insurance Guys podcast last week that Br- Bradley, my co-host Bradley Flowers actually he actually titled it the wrong thing. <laughs> <laughs> It's titled Bradley bought an agency, mm-hmm. which was a podcast that we did. Cause we, we batch file our podcast. We try to do 10 right. at a time over two right. days, but it was Scott's crystal ball for 2024. And so I was listening I, to that and I'm like, when is he going to talk about, yeah, when is he gonna talk about buying an agency? I'm like, Bradley, <laughs> I, I was texting him after I saw it and I go, I heard a little bit of it. And I was like, uh, did, was this supposed to be Bradley buys an agency? And he's like, no, I'm, 
I'm, I screwed up the title or whatever. But okay, okay. <laughs> I talked about my my crystal ball of the five things I thought were going to affect the the industry in 2024, and and one of the things I talked about was at some point, okay. Producers, listen to this. Imagine a clock on a wall, big clock. Every Every, every single insurance carrier in America is somewhere on that clock. And that clock is called the cycle of insurance. Okay. And for the past really, what, year and a half, two years, depending on what you sold. Now, for for the niche of like habitational property, Mm-hmm. Multi-family, single-family investor stuff. That's that's really been the last three years. They've been in a hard market, right? But personal lines and, and a lot of commercial stuff. The last two years, the clock has been at what I call twelve o'clock. That's mm-hmm. a hard market. That is, we're going to underwrite the shit out of everything. Mm-hmm. We want everything except your firstborn and your blood type, and we want profitable growth which is code for we want to get rid of all the bad stuff keep the good mm-hmm. stuff mm-hmm. and we're going to underwrite the hell out of everything and we we probably aren't going to write it and that's kind of mm-hmm. where we are right now mm-hmm. um i think that at some point in time because all of these carriers have been walking away from business at some point in time somebody's going to walk in a boardroom and go guys our policy count with our with with us this carrier name any carrier is going down like an inverse mount everest mm-hmm. we have got to start selling some insurance and so at some point in time that clock is going to move from the 12 o'clock hand big hand 12 o'clock to about one or two and they're going to start going back into mm-hmm. to, to what i call growth mode mm-hmm. And guess what's going to happen, Cyrus? Guess what's going to happen? Here's what's going to happen, guys. Listen to me. Listen to the words coming out of my mouth. Never been, you not have probably never seen this happen before. Every single territory manager is going to run into your office and they're going to go, <laughs> great news. We're back. We're selling insurance again. And then they're going to say, oh, but wait, but wait. Every one of these carriers is going to be going after the exact mm-hmm. same thing. Mm-hmm. They're going to say, Scott, I want y'all to start selling insurance again for us. Great. Would love to. Here's what we need. Bulletproof credit. <laughs> no mono line policies. Everything packaged. Mm-hmm. Houses built after 2010. <laughs> home and auto. You're going to make this much commission. Now, if you add a umbrella to that, mm-hmm. we may bump your commission up on the home and auto, mm-hmm. but we want packaged. Do not sell up just a home or just an auto. And that's what they're going to all want. You know, so I asked a, a territory manager, I said, so, so who are you talking about? He said, Scott, I'm talking about you. I'm talking about Cyrus. I, they're, they're all going to want professionals, house, two or three cars, white picket fence, golden mm-hmm. retriever, two kids, 
a boat. Mm-hmm. We'd love for you to have an RV because we want to ride that too. Mm-hmm. Every single one of them is going to want the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. And that's going to cause a little bit of a uh, opening for... Because people who drive an 87 Toyota Corolla and live with their mom, they still need insurance. Mm-hmm. So so there, there's going to be an opening for somebody to kill it there, too, because these standard blue blood carriers, the Safeco slash Liberty Mutuals, Nationwides, Travelers, mm-hmm. all, all those types of what I call blue blood carriers in about somewhere between today and the next 12 to maybe spring of 25 i don't know how long it'll take are all going to come back and they're going to want to go into growth mode but they're going to want to go into growth mode with the risk being accepted of exactly what i just said oh and by the way i forgot to mention no more than one claim Mm -hmm. Uh in the last three to five years or whatever 100 percent whatever 100 percent they got two what? claims. They're out. What? They're, I, 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 I just thought of something. You know what? You yeah. know what these carriers are all going to turn into? State Farm. Uh huh. State Farm. State Farm. Yep. Yep. Hundred percent. Uh, what do you? Um, you saw Nationwide come through on the Indy Channel. Now it sounds like um, Geico is making 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 the switch. Right, coming on coming on to coming on to the Indy Channel. Any uh, feedback there? Are you excited about that? You, I mean, so so. Here's what I can't say. I'm under an NDA because I'm I have a small part in that. Okay, right. so I'm under I'm under a non disclosure sure. agreement, and I don't sure. I don't want to say too much. Here's what I'm going to tell your audience right now. Listen to what Scott's about to say. Uncle Scott's about to say this. We should be very proud of what we've accomplished as independent agents and producers and account managers, because Warren Buffett and his crew at Berkshire Hathaway, Mm -hmm. i.e. Geico are very, very savvy business people. Mm -hmm. They would not be doing this if they didn't believe in their heart that they are missing out on a tremendous opportunity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we, I, I am so proud of our channel that after spending billions of dollars a year to mm-hmm. tell you, Mr. and Miss Johnson, hey, you don't need an agent, save 15%, go direct. And here we are, 2024, mm-hmm. and they finally said, you know what? It's worked for Progressive. We're missing out on a huge market. Let's do it. No, that's exciting, man. That's going to be, man, I I truly believe, man, there's going to be one carrier left at the end of it all who is going to be standing there by themselves and everybody else on this side. And I think I know exactly. I know who you know who that carrier is. Uh, They're going to be by themselves and they're going to be red and everybody else is going to be on the other side. So this is this is this is this is going to be fun, man. I'm proud of the industry as well, man. I'm proud of the independent channel specifically because, for and, and, and I, you know Warren Buffett, Omaha, Nebraska, man. I live five minutes from him here. Yep. Um, yep. For him, for him to do that, man, that's really really exciting. So, I got a question for you because I think we're going to end it here in the next three to five minutes. But do you ever listen to your own podcast? Yes. 
You do every one, or do you just listen to it once in a while? Every one. Okay. I do it for two reasons. Okay. The bane of my existence, and and you can call Bradley Flowers right now and ask him because it's it's gotten to a point to where it's almost comical. Yeah. Remember remember what I said earlier in this podcast. Consistency. Yeah. If that damn podcast, the Insurance Guys podcast, does not come out at six a.m. On Wednesday, every mm-hmm. Wednesday at 6 a.m., mm-hmm. Bradley Flowers and Johnny Gwynn, our producer and editor, are getting a text message at 6.03. Why is the podcast not out yet? Mm-hmm. That's the first reason why. The second reason why is I'm very critical of myself, mm-hmm. and I like to listen to hear what I could have done better, to think to myself, okay, did I overtalk somebody? Did I, mm. did I, could I have done what, what questions did I, did I not ask that were channeled through mm-hmm. all the independent agents out there? Cause a lot of times I'll be sitting there and I swear to you, it feels like an insurance agent in Wisconsin somehow channels a question to me. Mm. And so I'm very critical of myself. I always want to get better. And I'll tell you what's happened in the past month. I've had, I had a, Friend of mine, not gonna say his name. You know, he said some negative things about podcasting. You know, real real insurance agents don't listen mm. to podcasts. And it was rocket fuel. And I got mm. to the parking lot. I got to the parking lot two weeks ago and I got out of my vehicle. Bradley Flowers came outside and I said, Bradley, I'm gonna tell you something. You just thought. You just thought that you'd seen somebody that could lay it down podcasting. But that group of 10 podcasts that I just batch filed, if you're an insurance agent listening to this and you don't ever do anything else in your life, that group of 10 podcasts, I left everything I had on the field. Mm. And I'm not mad about what he said. Because it was rocket fuel. Mm-hmm. And it made me stand up and go, oh, really? Oh, really? Well, I, well by the time I, I told somebody today, I said, by the time I'm finished, I'll have every damn carrier CEO in America listen to this podcast every mm-hmm. week. I laid it. I'm telling you, Cyrus, everything I had in those 10 podcasts, everything. There's a podcast that is about to come out in about two weeks with Matt Niamoli, mm-hmm. one of the brightest minds in our industry. Love that guy. I start, listen to this. I start crying. I'm not talking about crying. I'm not mm-hmm. talking about like a, t- I start bawling, bawling on that podcast. So if y'all never listen to the insurance guys podcast, that's great. But I'm telling you, I have rocket fuel right now. Somebody's giving it to me <laughs> and I, I, I am, I am hanging it out there as far as I can hang it out there. And, you know, we'll see where the chips fall, but I'm just telling you, uh, for me, I love podcasting and it's one of the things I enjoy and I, I feel like I'm, I'm pretty decent at it. And, uh, you know, whether one person listens or 40, 50,000 a month or a week, listen, I'm still going to do it, but 
you know, it's been a blessing in my life. It's allowed me to have um, build relationships that otherwise I would not have been able to build. And there have been a lot of unintended mm-hmm. consequences. You know, meeting you, getting to interview you, and mm-hmm. and and you inspire me, Cyrus. Appreciate that. You know, listening, just you watch me when I'm when you're talking on my podcast. I'm sitting there taking notes like a madman. Mm-hmm. Everything mm-hmm. somewhere in this office, there's probably three pages of of, of legal pad notebook that I wrote everything you said mm-hmm. down. Yeah, a lot of unintended consequences. Yeah, man, I would say if it was like. At conferences this year, man, obviously with a couple of them being canceled, some stuff happening, I would tell you, man, the the podcasting is going like you literally are can have a conference every week. You can go to a conference every week because when you go to those conferences, you're going to get guys like Matt Namoli. You're going to get guys that are going to be on these podcasts. Right. So. So as as conf- I mean, conferences are going to happen, there'll be some obviously, but there are some that are not going to happen this year. So right. if you're you literally have that opportunity, I think podcasting is honestly going to become the next thing where people just kind of it's going to almost turn into like it's going to take over some of the conferences. But you can't replace conferences because the camaraderie of being together, man, that's a completely different thing, obviously. But right. but I would say if it wasn't for your podcast, dude, like. I wouldn't be where I'm at today because, and I wouldn't have this, I wouldn't have this podcast today. And a lot of us that have done podcasting that are doing podcasting, dude, like if it wasn't for you guys, none of us would do it. Right. First of all, I wouldn't be at a position because the things I learned, like you said, dude, I have you on, not because like I want you on and I want to get people to listen to my podcast because I'm going to learn from you so much just in this conversation that it's going to make me, it's almost selfish if you think about it. Right. Like you just said. I appreciate you saying that, but yeah, you don't so get I think me crying. It doesn't no. take much to get me crying. <laughs> yeah, I, no, I don't cry. And, and, and let me, I'm so proud of you and what you've accomplished. Your story, you know, you got to write a book, man. You got to yeah, write a book. I am. I am. Thank you, man. And, and, and when you do, promise me one thing you'll, you'll figure out the riddle of how to get it on Audible because I'm, I'm an yes. Audible University guy. Me too. Me too. And, and, you know, yep. I don't really have time. People give me books all the time. Yeah. Avery's probably seen books laying everywhere. People give me. Yep. I don't have time, but I can take that book, look at the title, go to Audible, yep. and then I've got windshield time going to places, going home, coming here, and I can listen mm. to two or three chapters or whatever. And so yeah. I just, everybody that writes a book, I'm like, please, please, please put it on Audible so I have time to read it. <laughs> you, you got him, man. It's on it's on Audible completely done. But I do say, man, if, if you're ever hearing stuff from other people, you know, 99% of the people appreciate it. You can't focus on the 1% that are right. saying some of it. So I, I appreciate this podcast. I said I'm, I wouldn't be where I'm at. And I would say thousands of people that I know, man, that have taken, man, so much from you guys. So keep doing what you're doing, man. I'm going to push you guys and you guys are going to push me as well. And, uh, the, but, but lastly, man, do you want to, is there anything else in your mind that you want, that you'd like to share or before we head this podcast? I just want to lift people up, man. Yep. You know, all the producers listening to this, I know that there's a lot of days you're like, this freaking sucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause I've been there brother. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's, like I said, there's days, you know, that, that day yesterday coming off of eight days of vacation. I mean, my desk looks like Mount Everest over here. Mm-hmm. And I really need to stay here tonight till about 10 o'clock. Mm-hmm. But, you know, be consistent. Mm. 
take the time. I'm not asking you to go back to Vanderbilt to law school, but take the time to learn the products that you sell and your, your biggest competitor's products and how what you've got may be better. May not be, but at mm. least learn them. Yeah. And that competency will equal consistent will equal confidence and it will help you tremendously because mm-hmm. people on the phone, because that's how we do business a lot now, uh, they can actually hear it when you're confident mm-hmm. and when you're not confident mm-hmm. or you don't know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, I don't I, I don't do as much as I should, but I do try to read a lot of periodicals. I, mm-hmm. If nothing else, if nothing else. And I think I put one of these on your desk a little while ago. If not, I'm going to give you this one. So this is the Mm. December 23 big independent agent, big eye independent agent magazine, stuff like this, you know, just to get, you know, immerse yourself in learning products and services. And so when a prospect or client asks a question, you can intelligently answer that with confidence. And even if you don't know, just mm-hmm. say, you know what? That's a great question. Yeah. I don't know the answer to that, but I'm going to find out and get back to you. Because, Cyrus, you know as well as I do, when my stepdaughter, sitting right here, two feet away from me, when it was time to get her insurance, at that time, I helped her pay for her car, a down payment. Mm-hmm. She's making the monthly payment. She was mm-hmm. living with her dad. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is there's a lot of times, and this is the reason I've always said insurance should not be purchased online. Mm-hmm. Even with just home and auto, there's so much complexity there. Mm-hmm. You know, I even had to stop and be like, how, how do I need to ride Avery's insurance at that mm-hmm. time? And it's changed now. But at that time I'm like, well, wait a minute, the mm-hmm. car's garage that her dad's, mm-hmm. but technically the car's in my name. Mm-hmm. How's that? How do I need to write that? Mm-hmm. And there's just so much complexity in insurance. I've always said all of these lawmakers out there, if you're listening to this Congress, mm-hmm. you know, the Senate, uh, well, actually it's the States state yeah. house of representatives, the governors and all that. They really should not let people buy insurance online. I, I told people, I told somebody, uh, a, cr- a crowd of people I was talking to, um, a couple of years ago, I said, we can't even be trusted to put our own accurate weight on our driver's <laughs> license, but we're going to let people take out insurance on a $400,000 house online. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yeah. And, and, and by the way, and by the way, the last thing I'm going to say, I know we need to go. Um, you know, in terms of somebody's largest investment or you get in a wreck on I-65 and it's your fault because you happen to be looking at your phone and you hit a... Mm. A, a minivan full of kids and they all have to be flown to a trauma center. It It's not a big deal till it's a damn big deal. Oh, 100%. And guess who well, they want to talk to Scott mm-hmm. Howell and Cyrus Jaffrey. Mm-hmm. Because, because not in the history of the world since Jesus Christ walked on water, has anybody ever called an insurance agency office and said, Scott, I didn't buy insurance from you. I bought it from travelers. Mm-hmm. But every time, what do they say, Cyrus? Mm-hmm. Scott, Cyrus, I didn't buy insurance from Safeco. I bought it from you. Mm-hmm. I bought it from you. 
man. I'm fired up. (laughs) I'm fired up. My man, Scott, I appreciate you, man. I love what you're doing for the industry. Keep doing what you're doing. Don't ever stop, my man.